What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Chicken Bone Alley, brought to you by Earl Ramey Racing Engines, Profab Headers and Exhaust, SRI Performance, and Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. What is going on, guys? I'm David. I'm Connor. I'm Sterling. I'm back, man. There, What's there, up? there he is. He's on the phone. He's on the phone, and <laughs> and uh, he's 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 trying to sit on the cell tower over there. Yes. <laughs> I didn't even know he was. I don't here. know what's. Uh, yeah surprise today <laughs> surprise uh, but uh yeah man i don't know what's going on over here in, in the blenheim area but uh there is no cell phone service at all so i got the hot spot and i'm right here at the at&t tower so <laughs> I'm, I'm hopefully i'm good i'm sitting up under it pretty much they got the pumpy and um uh, uh signal to y'all out there in the middle of nowhere i believe it. i really do believe it <laughs> times i cross across big pd river it just shot gone so yeah, I was on the phone with uh, Daniel called me earlier. I was sitting here, and he was driving back from, I guess, the courthouse something, because he had jury duty today. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's just oh, like, yeah, bah, 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 and left. <laughs> yeah, that was it. I, I hadn't heard back from him, so hopefully he's good. <laughs> I'm sure he is. He just probably don't have the luxury of an AT&T hotspot, so I do. <laughs> probably so. Probably so. Oh, fun stuff. Well, Connor, what's up, man? You uh, you back from uh, from camp? Yep, had a full week down there, and uh, finally finally caught up on some sleep this weekend, so feeling did, good. Yeah, did they keep you wide open all week. Uh, most for the most part, but when you did go to sleep, you mean you slept hard. Cause where you know, where'd you where'd you say you went? Uh, up in Honey Path. Honey Path. Um, a little bit Upstate. east east of Anderson. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Middle of nowhere. You wouldn't let they couldn't let you go catch some racing up there. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Dad. Nah. Landon has actually gone. He left today to go somewhere. I can't remember the name of the town, but uh, it's like an Indian-sounding town, so I don't know. I ain't even going to try to pronounce yeah. it, but it's um, somewhere right there by Asheville. Oh, wow. They're going to some camp up there this week, and uh, then again in September uh, sometime, they uh, go to uh, Look Up Lodge. So, cool deal. Fun. <laughs> Fun. What you been up to, Strong? Oh, baseball and baseball <laughs> and more baseball. <laughs> yeah, baseball. that and um, yeah, between that and building a horse barn, man, I I have not done much of nothing else. I, I I don't think I've slept much, honestly. But um, but no, it's it's uh yeah, they had a good run and um, they finished I think fourth or fifth in the state um in the eight U deal. So that was that was pretty good for them and um, yeah, I mean. It, Dude, there are some tough teams when you get to state for sure. Uh, but Lancaster ended up winning it all, and um, man, they look like a they look like a little teeny brave team out there. <laughs> um, yeah, they they were pretty stout for sure. So, um, but it was fun. It was a good experience for for everybody, and uh, it was hot. Great day. It was hot. It was a that was a tough tough few months there for sure because. Uh, <laughs> I know you know Joey, and he likes to practice. He likes to practice. He loved to practice, which I mean, it paid off. It paid off. Oh, for sure, it paid off. So, it definitely uh, did. Uh, yeah, but it was fun. It was a good time. Good deal. Good deal. You sound about like a Connor season there. When y'all start back up soccer? Oh, that's uh, not too after first no, January. Year. Yeah, okay. we start conditioning, and then we'll start playing. Y'all start at the right time of year. Yeah. You ended wrong. It's perfect. Time. Well, usually it, it <laughs> I don't ended, know. It was all right this past year. Let's say it, it ended in May, so it start it starts to get hot, but you're only it's only hot for a week or two, which is which is pretty good. That that March, April, February weather, 
I, I can I can do with that. I, I can too, but let me tell y'all something. I don't know if you looked at the weather for this weekend yet. Um, are you planning on racing? Probably something, yeah. Yeah, me too. Do you see what the weather, what temperature's supposed to be Saturday? Probably like 97. 99. Wow. 99. Oh, wow. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. And a hundred and a hundred nineteen heat index. So that, yeah, that's gonna be good. Oh, it'll be great. I say we get started at like six o'clock. That's what I say too. I mean, really? <laughs> a.m. Race all night. I don't care. <laughs> oh, you're talking about not even go. See, I'm talking about dirt tracks. Um, the the, the, like the XR series. Now, granted, they're the only class running that night, but they got to run heat after heat after heat after heat after heat. Um, they're racing. Was it tonight or tomorrow night? I can't remember. But either way, um. They pushed back the time. They're not even having their drivers meet until 7 o'clock at night. Mm. Hot laps at 8. Um, heat racing starts at 8.30. And they are hoping to start racing no later than 9.30. Yeah. It, it, might, it might be a late one, but... Yeah, but why can dirt tracks do that? We take forever. I don't know. On asphalt just track. Don't, don't, they don't seem to practice as much as some people They like don't. To. That's what I'm saying. They don't. Yeah. I mean... We got people out there... Me and you aren't really one of them, but people who oh. will run the Daytona 500 in practice. I promise you. I'm going out there. I'm getting about five or six laps, and I pretty much know what it what it's going to do. Because if it ain't doing what I need to do in five or six laps, we need to change it anyway because uh, we're going to be so far back. It's, it's ridiculous yeah. the way our races go. So, yeah. But you're right. You're right. It's, but it's, it's going to be toasty. It's going to be toasty. Yeah. We'll get through it. We'll get through it. We, we will. We will. Um. So, uh, oh, obviously, we did not race anything this past week. Um, <laughs> we uh, we took the weekend off there. I uh, worked on uh, the number 12 car. Yeah. You know, I'm just one off, one off. <laughs> I'm, I'm number 12. Not that car. Well, if you look, it's on jack stands back there behind us. We took some parts and pieces off of that one and swapped over. Um, I think we, uh, which, I mean, we didn't have to do a whole lot, by no means. Um but I think we're gonna be, uh, I think we're gonna be all right. Pretty good. Yeah. I, well, I still say you should have took the motor out the car, out the twelve, put it in the thirteen. But <laughs> I know that, that you can't really do that. No, nah, I mean, that's not your nah, motor. But no, nah. but nah, I mean you weren't you weren't far off last week the way it was. So no, we wasn't too bad. We wasn't too bad. I think we, uh, I think we're gonna have. Um, that's a nice car. That's a nice car, Mister Dennis Brown. Let me drive there. Um, so I appreciate him. Let me do it. Um, it's a uh, it's a nice piece. Uh, I think we'll be all right. I think we'll be close. We'll be in the ballpark. You love racing. I'm talking behind the wheel with your tail on fire. But sometimes getting the green flag is tough. Here's what you need. Bubba's Bout Broke podcast with Jackson and Melvin McLaren. Along with Caleb, they talk with dirt and pavement drivers across the country about the battles they face getting to the track. Bubba's Bout Broke podcast. New shows every Monday on Spotify and Apple Podcast. It's for every fan and for those who live to race and race to live. Check Bubba's Bout Broke podcast on Facebook for updates. All right, y'all just heard it. Go check out Bubba's Bout Broke podcast. But, um... Uh, Connor, I'm gonna let you know. I don't know if you, did you listen to Bubbles about broke by chance last week while you were gone. No, I, I doubt you did. I really, I really, I had no service for ninety percent <laughs> of the time. I text Connor one time and he texted me back at like ten o'clock that night. So I figured he didn't have much service for nothing. Oh, I, I, I didn't have my phone all day, and yeah. when I did, it was still limited yeah. service. So, um, well, I just gonna let you know they somewhat called you out on there Uh-oh. last week. Called me out. Yeah, called you out. Um, they uh they was looking through it. We had they announced their driver lineup. Uh, last week, but uh, 
How's it, how's it looking? Well, well. Is it as stout as ours? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think our, uh, uh, if you haven't heard yet, guys, we are, uh, we got a iRacing League coming up that, um, man, we have, um, we got some good sponsors coming up. I heard. We got a few that we've put out there. We still got a big main sponsor coming up. A big announcement here, probably next couple of weeks. Okay. Um, we don't start the league. League starts September twelfth. Uh, that's a Tuesday night. Uh, races uh, practice room opens at eight thirty. Racing at nine o'clock. Uh, it's a eight race um, league. Uh, seven weeks though. We're do- doing a double on week three, a dirt and asphalt night. Just because we gave everybody a week uh, after mm. Labor Day, and then we didn't want to race on Halloween. Makes sense. So, you know, going up. Uh, so we combined one week there, which will work out good, actually, I think. Be fun. Um, but um, I think it is time to uh, unveil our driver lineup. Since they did it last week, um, first up, we got yours truly, Connerly. There we go. The weak point? Not no, no. <laughs> uh, uh, Connor's got by the most experience of our driver lineup on asphalt. There we go. Uh, so uh, unfortunately, there's only one true asphalt race, but well, well you know, hey, you know. I mean, hey, you gotta, you gotta know, you hey. gotta know. But I mean, it, it, it doesn't matter because if guys spend their time focusing on dirt, they're not focusing on drafting yeah. at all. There we go. Um, I just have to get up on the wheel. I think you got it. I will be good. We'll be good I, to I'm, go. I'm confident. Um. Uh. Next up, we have the first, uh, first, um, big money league that Chicken Bone Alley ever had. Uh, we got the champion coming back to drive for Team Chicken Bone Alley. John Rogerio Jr. Um, man is a uh, a wheel man in his own right on in a real car in a dirt uh crate late model. Um. Man's put up, I'd hate to know how many wins he had last year. Uh, he won every dirt race we had in the first season. Um, <laughs> every one. And, and finished, uh, I think, in the top three on a lot of our asphalt races, too. So uh, he is no slouch in any form. Even on our even on a road course, I think he finished top five. So, um, so John Ruggiero Jr. Uh, coming on board on Team Chicken Bone Alley. And uh, another man who has a been a friend of the show here for a couple years now, um, winner of the 20, uh, 21? Gobbler. Team VLR Gobbler on iRacing, which is a very prestigious race. Um, also, man has won, won the highest... Strength of field, dirt late model race in iRacing history. He won it. Won it. That is our buddy Devin Morgan. He is coming on board here with uh, with Team Chicken Bone Alley to go up head-to-head against Team Bubba's About Broke podcast. So uh, I think we're going to be pretty uh, good. I think uh, the dirt races are going to be ultra-competitive. Just from who we've got, and and uh, I mean, Landon's good. We've got s- several guys. Cole's pretty good on it. And I'm not, I don't I'm, know if Cole's coming back. Really? Cole got a new job. I talked mm-hmm. to him the other day. Got a new job, and uh, 
and I don't know if he's going to be able to make it. I would, I, cause I, I ain't gonna lie, I was gonna get him on on the team. You know, being he was past champion himself. Still, even with John and Devin and Landon, that's those guys are just insane on dirt. What you think, Sterling? Does it sound all right to you? I, I think I've got a locked up already, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. That, that's some definitely some some tough tough competition. I don't know they. I don't know what they got over there. I have no idea, but man, that sounds uh, that sounds pretty hard to beat. Well, Jackson McLaren is going to be one of their guys, and uh, and and I think it, it's it's all guys who race out there with them over there in in towards the Nashville area. So uh, east versus west. I guess, I guess, <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> um, so yeah, East Coast yeah, time, East Coast time zone versus Central time zone. That's what it is. <laughs> um, I haven't even told them this yet. Uh, if you look over there on that wall right there, Connor, um, I found what I was looking for. See in the window right there. Oh, yeah. Found what I was looking for there. Perfect size. Perfect size. Uh, so uh. I, I don't have it unveiled yet because I hadn't completely made it all. Obviously, there's one piece in there. But um, we're going to have a uh, fastest podcast trophy. That's going to go, whoever wins it that year, it's going to be one trophy. We're not making a bunch of different trophies. Yeah. Making one trophy. Whoever wins it gets to display it on their podcast until well, the next, until season. next season. That sounds good. So, uh, it's going to so be competitive. It is going to be competitive. And that's, good. and that's just going to be the race inside the race. Um, we are still expecting, I've gotten, you know, we have had numerous people reach out about this, uh, series right now already. We're looking, I don't know, 25 deep right now, probably at least, uh, at least. I've, I've still got a couple that I, I've kind of mentioned it to exactly that are maybe so. And, uh, that's all, that's just already that just is in our group and knows about it. That, you know, stuff like that. So I'm expecting, and I may have to end up cutting off. Uh, I'm thinking about cutting off around 36. Yeah. Somewhere around there. If we get there, that'll be... Oh, that'd be fantastic. perfect. Yeah. That'd be perfect. So, anybody that wants to get in, y'all please come jump in. Join our um, Chicken Bone Alley iRacing League group uh, because this week I will be putting up the uh, registration link. Um, and basically, just be an entry fee. $25 entry fee, and that is for the whole year. Whole year. Um, uh, already... Want to thank some sponsors for jumping on board. Uh, let me pull up my phone here so I don't so I don't mess up anything <laughs> and uh, and call out the wrong person here. Um, I know I want to thank Rivertown Racing and our buddy Kel Maben uh, coming on board again. Uh, they are uh, they are definitely a cool sponsor. Um, they they are going to not only add some money to the purse, uh, but also they will uh provide the trophy for the league um so whoever wins gets a uh custom trophy i don't know how it's gonna even be made yet um there you go but i figure it's gonna be uh, just wait and unveil it whenever exactly whenever whoever exactly but he's always he made one for our last one that cole got um or getting or something (laughs) they live right over there around each other so he was gonna give it to him um also, two more sponsors we want to thank there. Uh, actually, three more. Uh, one being uh, our buddies BS Racing uh, up there in Ohio also uh, coming on and contributing to the points fund there. Um, it, it, I'm telling y'all already, uh, before I announce it, it's going to be the biggest points fund we've had. 
Um, gonna be a pretty nice payday, honestly. Um, so they they're contributing. BJK Sports coming on uh, this year also um, with a for each week I'm gonna have to talk to him find out exactly how we're going you know figure all this out because we got some different races you know but it's gonna be a five dollar quick time award for tonight and a five dollar hard charger award that's that's what I was probably most excited about I'm telling was hearing about that that's gonna be Connor's like I'm just gonna start in the back yeah qualifying the back. Hey, see what I can do. Just, just I mean, that's that's something. I don't know if that's a good thing to do though. I got a feeling this one's going to be ultra oh, yeah. competitive. You're going to want to be as far as you can. I mean, I want that five dollar uh, hard charger award. I would want it. I was, I was kind of more interested in the, in the quick time thing. There you that go. Just looks, just, there you go. <laughs> something, something, something you can kind of pay attention to. Something to shoot for. Um, we're not going to qualify in the dirt car, so I had to figure it out. I guess we'll go off quick time out of the heats. Whoever got the fastest lap out of the heats, probably. I don't know. I'll talk to them and see see what we want to do. But I want to thank both of them for coming on. Also, um, our good friend Derek Griffith um, and Northeast Auto Imports uh, coming on again um, and also putting in some money on our prize fund there. Um, i go ahead and say it, and I haven't even announced this one yet. Um, Tanya over at NPM, talked to her the other day. She's going to put some money in on it also. Wow. This so, is gonna uh, be a a big payday for whoever big whoever That's, happens. And, and and I appreciate all them so greatly. Uh, but we have not announced our presenting sponsor yet. Uh, already talked with them, just finalizing everything. Like I said, going to announce here in just a couple weeks. Um, probably gonna be the biggest biggest full payout. Um, I tell y'all right now. I'm going to go ahead and let this little cat out of the bag. So if anybody's just listening to the podcast, that's the only place you could hear it. Um, not going to post it yet on Facebook. But I think I th- we're going to be at least, at least, if not more, but at least $1,000 to win. Wow. Sweet. <laughs> that's going to that's gonna bring a bunch of people when you announce that. Um, but I really feel like uh, our through-the-field payout it's gonna be pretty good. That's, also. that's something you won't find, right? Rarely anywhere exactly. else. Exactly. Especially for eight week season. Exactly. So um, that's cool. Thank all them sponsors coming on, um, and, and we still may have more. Who knows? Anybody wants to jump in? Yep. Reach out to me. We'll be glad to to. Uh, I'm trying to think of you know ways to get all these sponsors in there, and I think I got some cool yeah. ways. You know, you can have the such and such halfway break exactly yeah. exactly stage break caution flag we'll, white flag checker flag we'll find a way whatever i don't care we'll figure it out i'll bring out a caution myself if we need to thank a sponsor <laughs> just spin out <laughs> <laughs> we ain't had a caution connor spin out <laughs> <laughs> um so uh so yeah pretty cool stuff um I, people get excited about this stuff. I, don't, I mean, I'm really excited. I mean, I, they get. I, I wish it was starting tomorrow. No, oh, me too. Really, me too. I just, I, I, I'm glad because I will say, in the past ones, I have kind of, and it's probably partially my fault. I have kind of rushed them there at the end, or you know, way too close to start time. I'd like it to be tomorrow also, yeah. but I'm also glad we got a it, it couple builds, month head yeah. start on this thing, and, and, and it builds up anticipation, and you know. Hey, it's Sterling raced in the uh, last big one we had there. He was the uh, he was the chicken bone alley driver. Uh, you finished yeah. you finished what third in it? I think third, I believe. Yeah, third yeah. points that year. Um, 
Yeah, that was that was before we got a whole bunch of really really good people, or the people that's running now got better. So I probably <laughs> wouldn't be the third no more. But uh, uh, yeah, that was fun, man. It, it, that was a good time. But uh, uh, one thing I wanted to ask you: what what are you gonna do with setups? You got you got somebody building setups or what? Not at the moment, but I may uh, I may talk to uh, may just talk to um, our good friends over at Majula Say Speed Shop again. See what we can they come up with. There. They got some good ones for sure, but I don't. I don't want them perfect, I, and that's why I told them last time. The last season we done, they uh, they sponsored the season there for setups, and uh, every setup was provided by Majula Say. But I, I but I prefaced it to everybody by saying, look, in my opinion, Majula Say Speed Shop. Uh, our buddy Chris Ferguson over there, you know, CFM Esports. Those guys are great, and when I say great, I mean they're on top of their game, and um, especially in the dirt world. But they've also now moved over to asphalt too. Um, but I told them when we got setups, I'm like, look, I don't want the great setups. I said, you know, take a good setup, okay setup, and make it eh. I, said, I want it to be tough for these guys to drive. I want it to be drivable, yeah. but just tough for them to drive. And you drove it, and some of them setups were. Yeah, I oh, mean they oh, they, the, they, they the were first, drivable, yeah, and some first, people could make them fast. Yeah, the first time we ran the street stocks at uh, Williams Grove, the first race, I was lost for the first half of the race until <laughs> I figured out what it what it needed. But um, exactly, it was good. They were all they were all racy, which is what we which was fun. Yep, it was Sweet. a lot of fun. So, uh, so. Uh, regardless they come on or not i appreciate them uh for sure uh you know helping us out that last time and uh we we will we're definitely always in touch with them always in touch with our buddy chris over there and uh evan say and blake majulis and all them boys they're uh they're good dudes for sure and uh we always have fun with their stuff um so yeah we've kind of had a long deal about this I racing stuff, but it's kind of a big deal right now. Kind, kind of a big deal. It's like, it's like the league's, yeah. the league's been revived. It has been revived. We kind of kind of had downfall there for a little while. I was working on too many race cars. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad. No, <laughs> no. I think I don't know. It kind of had a lull there for a minute. Some yeah. people, I think it was just changing of people coming into it and getting out of it, and people that raced for a while kind of got out. And I think what happens is. And me and Sterling definitely have both been through this. You may have also, Connor. I think what happens is is you get a computer, you spend a lot of money on a computer, and uh, and you run it, and it runs great, runs great. You get about four years, five years into it, and all of a sudden it starts. Uh, you got to turn your graphics down just a little bit, it, it because they've. It's actually the game has improved, or the simulation has improved, but. The computer isn't updated enough to keep up with all those those updates. Well, about six, seven years into it, your graphics card and stuff is pretty much outdated. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of what happened to a lot of people. That happened to me before. I've I've been through golly, I think I've been through four four different computers. Wow. Um yeah. doing it and Sterling, I know you've dealt with the same thing and Yep. I, th- I think that kind of yeah, has they, a little bit to do with it. That's the thing about them things, man. Like you said, the graphics cards—they're—they're they're new for about a month, and then <laughs> yeah. and then there's another one out, and it ain't no—it ain't no good no more. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a lot yeah, to keep ain't. up with, and uh, yeah, for sure. It's a—you uh, better be a uh, a computer engineer <laughs> to keep up with it, um, for sure. Um, 
So anyway, like I said, guys, uh, be watching. Uh, I, I'll probably put it both on our our regular Chicken Bone Alley page and on, on Facebook, and our Chicken Bone Alley iRacing League page group uh, there. So come join the Chicken Bone Alley iRacing group. Uh, that's where that's where we try to put most of our information uh, pertaining to the league. Um, it's just it's easier there. <laughs> uh, everybody's on there. It's easier to you know have it show up there and all that fun stuff. Uh, so y- y'all come join if you're interested. Uh, please come join. We, we we the more the merrier, and also the more we get in there, the better the purse is going to be. Uh, because that twenty five dollars a person isn't just going to anybody. I'm I'm I promise you we're making zero dollars off of this um it is literally turning around uh one we're gonna pay a broadcaster uh two we're going to pay a um someone to admin the races i guess a race director um and and other than that it is turning around going straight back to the points fund uh so that that's it's going to be really good. If your business wants to get on there, it's a good way of advertising. We're going to broadcast these races live on Facebook and possibly YouTube. I don't know yet. Um, it'll be somewhere. So uh, it, at least on Facebook, for sure. Um, then we'll we'll re-air them, you know, repost them, and 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 your your company logos will be on the on the screen at all times, you know. It, it, it's gonna look like a NBC race. Yeah, I mean, nice. for sure. Uh, I, most of y'all seen it before, so uh, y'all come on, jump on with us. Come on, drive with us. Um, it, it's I, I'm gonna be announcing. Um, I think uh, I think I think Melvin McLaren's gonna be announcing, um, and we're gonna have a uh, another announcer in there. I don't know if I'm broadcasting it yet. Or if uh, we're going to have a actual broadcaster. I think we're going to have a broadcaster. Okay. Um, well, regardless. Then, you, then no, you should race with us. I can't. I can't. we got to announce. we got We got to have somebody representing Chicken Bone Alley in the booth. There you go. I'd be the weak link for <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> that is no lie. I, I get on there, and uh, this, uh, in all serious, I hate Pocono. I hate that track. I don't even own it. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't know what it is about it. I don't like it. This is what I do, and I hate to say this, but I don't run enough to be competitive with a lot of people um, that that you know race on there a lot. Uh, but I will take my, I'll get on the AI, and I'll up it. Like I'll get in there and run a few laps, and see if you know I'm close to them. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't want to be able to just outrun them by no means. So I'll get in there and make it make them so they're hard to pass and stuff and. I so I, I ran the entire Xfinity race the other night on AI race. Wow, that's a that's a long race. Yeah, it was it was ninety laps, mm. um, two and a half miles. So what two hundred? Well, not quite two hundred fifty miles. So um, or whatever it is, I don't know. It was a long race. <laughs> Sterling used to run all them all them full length races. Yeah, man, I loved them things, dude. And I I mean we were. I was pretty up. We had like a little points deal there going, and yeah. I was up. I was up pretty good in there for a while, and then Bristol came, and then it fell downhill from there. <laughs> it always falls down after Bristol. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it was terrible. 
I got in. I did. I jumped on it myself. We could just because I'm testing these out, and I'm going to have to be the one, you know, making sure these uh setups do work and everything. Um, I did jump in a Bristol Legend car. Race I, I, I did night. that yesterday too. That's interesting. It's 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 gonna be a um. It's gonna be like a super speedway almost oh, yeah. to an extent, but you can't really touch. Really? Yeah. It's, um, Maybe we should revote for that one. You know, it might be interesting. We'll see. Yeah. I think we're going to probably have to put a, uh, and we might do this with all all races. We're gonna to have to put a uh, lap amount of laps and or time limit. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. Just to make sure we don't be there all night. Exactly, especially that night because we got two races that yeah, night. Yeah. Um. So anyway, cool, cool, cool. Well, as always, everybody, want to thank our good friends over at Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Talked Earl. Uh, what day was that? I think it was like last Thursday. Had to send him over some stuff, some rules and stuff to make sure we could get that motor in where it needs <laughs> to be. So, uh, <laughs> nah, yeah, well, I did. Um, but um make it all legal and everything and like just to make sure it was good with our track our local track uh but anyway guys head over to earl ramey racing engines if you need some serious horsepower for your ride head over to earl ramey racing engines get uh get all the horsepower you can get today under your hood uh when you get that uh, big power in there make sure you go get some time on this chassis dyno and um that that thing is is such a lifesaver it tell you all kind of it, it might tell you issues you got with your car before you make it to the track. Because every once in a while that happens. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, y'all head over to Old Raven Racing Engines. Get all the horsepower you can. Get some time on that chassis down there. Uh, and one of the things he's going to tell you to add to it is some Profab headers and exhaust. Profab headers and exhaust, ladies and gentlemen. They not only look good, not only sound good, because we love good sound and exhaust. But they perform the absolute best on the market. Go talk to our buddy Andrew Garris over Profab Headers and Exhaust. Uh, get you lined up today. Get some get some of that great. Uh, that they their slogan is their quality that wins, and that is no lie. He was uh, me and Andrew were talking, uh, and I think he said this on the show actually. Um, that there was some uh, headers that they done one day, and um, that. That they, uh, he just got looking at, and he said, There was just something about him I didn't like. He said, I don't really know what, but there was just something I didn't like. And so, what did he do? He said, he Told him, chop him up, send him back, redo him. He said, They did, he said, They would have performed perfectly. He said, I just didn't like the way it looked. So, I told him, redo him. <laughs> and that is, that is quality there. Oh, absolutely. That is, um, For sure. uh, you can't beat that. So, y'all head over to Profab Headers and Exhaust. And uh, and get you pick pick you up some some headers for your ride today. Don't uh, don't matter if you dirt asphalt whatever you got. Um, they even provide headers for uh U.S. Legends. So uh, every FZ09 MT09 that's <laughs> out there now all has Profab headers and exhaust on it. So y'all uh y'all head on over there today, and you can buy those from our good friends over at SRI Performance. SRI Performance, ladies and gentlemen, is your one-stop shop for all things racing. They, uh, they, they, like I say all the time, they're Walmart for race cars. 
gonna have to get Con- I'm gonna have to take Connor up there one day. Oh yeah, he needs to go. He needs to go check out all that stuff. He he won't know what to do with all them yep. parts. <laughs> no, <it's laughs> yeah, um, man, that, their part selection is just insane. Um, they got everything that you need or want from all the best suppliers out there. And on top of that, what I love about it is the used parts. When you walk back there, and there's just this great big warehouse of used parts, but they are all categorized and put in specific locations, make it easy to find. Um, I was thinking about something I needed the other day, and I remember looking. I think we got something getting blown by a fan in here. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but anyway, um, there ain't, or it might be the ice down there. Yeah, we got, That's what it is. We got, a bucket of, we got a bucket of ice down here with some drinks and <laughs> some waters in here because it's not exactly cool in here. It ain't it ain't terrible, but it ain't cool. It's bearable. It's bearable. <laughs> but uh but when you go I, I was thinking about something I needed for a radio the other day. And I actually thought in my head exactly where that was back in the used parts section at SRI. Wow. It's because I knew exactly where it was. You can walk in there, walk past the parts counter there, take a left, go down to the second set of uh of of aisles there. And it's an end cap right on the end. I knew right where the radio stuff right. was. It's pretty detailed. It's pretty detailed. I, I, I know. I'm, I'm telling you. It is it's easy to find. I know where everything, I know where to go for everything when I go in there because I can look over it and I can say, that should be in that section. So, makes it easy to find. So, y'all head over to SRI Performance. Um, www.sriperformance.com. Uh, fill that card up. Get everything in there. Put in that promo code C Bone T N C is in. B O N E one zero. Get yourself ten percent off at time of checkout. Um, who don't want ten percent off? Same deal over at Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, ladies and gentlemen. All the uh, all the uh, materials that you will ever need for any project that you have, uh, like Sterling, let's say from deer stands to race cars. <laughs> That's it, bro. Speaking of deer stands. Take care of all of them. It's, it's about time for some deer stands. It, it don't feel like it, but it is. No. It's about time. I, around here, anyway. A lot of states I hear, they're talking about, you know, well, our season don't start till late September or early October. I'm like, nah. We like them summer deer around here. Florence County, I think, starts in, what, middle August? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, everybody needs some uh, a good old deer stand if you're going out there. Um or whatever you need, whatever you need, whatever your project is that you need uh, any kind of specific material for that project. Head over to Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. Um, their name is Race Cars, but they can provide uh, materials for any project. So y'all head over there, pick you up anything you need from there. So uh, anyway, um, I reckon there was some racing going on at the tricky triangle that we just talked about, uh, Pocono. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, who won the truck race? Kyle, Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush. That's Kyle right. Bush. That's, that's right. KB. Nah. KB won it. Uh, KFB, <laughs> as he likes to say. Uh, uh, or I saw a shirt. They got a shirt out there that says Kyle Trucking Bush. <laughs> I was like, well, that fits. Yeah. That fits. Um, not surprising, no. But it, but it wasn't. It wasn't easy though. It wasn't easy, and he started. 
kind of deep in there. 12th or something. Yeah, yeah. like mid-pack, which I didn't, I don't know. I guess they set it up for the long run, I guess. I don't know. But um, he, uh, he won him another one. I think he, uh, he's talked about it before. He wants to, before he officially retires, he wants to go back and run a full season of truck uh, before he actually retires. Yeah, he wants to win all three championships. I don't blame him. Yeah. I don't blame him. I'd do it, too. I'd say that'd be easy, except I for... Don't think, yeah. I don't think it'd take him but a year. I think he would knock it out. <laughs> so, well, I would say that, except for the way the championship is now. It comes down to one race. Yeah, I still That's th- true. That's I, true. You're right, but I still think he could point his way in enough Oh yeah. to make it almost to the final round before... You know, it, it, as long as he can win that last race or finish yeah. up front end, yeah. um, I think he could do that. But I've heard him talk about it, and and, and this would be a really cool timeline if, if this were the case. He said that, uh, well, he didn't say this the other day. He said this before. that he, The best timeline for him would be, I think he said, uh, this was maybe a year or two ago, for him to race at least 10 more years up to the time that Brexton could get in and then in his final, uh, uh, before Brexton could run the, what was it, like the super speedways and stuff, they share the truck Yeah. before Brexton goes into his first full-time career, our first full-time That'd year. Cool. That would be pretty cool. That'd be pretty sweet. I mean, yeah. I couldn't ask for much better and no. how that. Um, I mean, you know, the man owns the truck team, so. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a ride away for him. He got, he got pretty much a say-so in it. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, moving on to uh, Xfinity, Austin Hill. Um, he's kind of two point five mile specialist. Yeah, has been. It was looking like Josh Berry had it. Josh Berry, I don't know what Josh Berry did. Josh Berry obviously didn't want him. <laughs> he lost it there at the end. Yeah, <laughs> he got nervous for some reason. He it he like. sure did. Um, and typically that's not him. Typically he's pretty cool collected and i don't know it just looked like he started overdriving it and running the wall and i don't know i mean it happens to the best of us yeah it was a good race though yeah all of them were really good they were they were uh so austin hill comes out victorious in the xfinity race uh all right um the fun one for the week uh, in my opinion, I guess probably the most debated on social media right now. Um, there's actually not much debate. Everybody's kind of siding one way. Most people are. Connor kind of sided a different way here from from what he put on our Facebook. Um, last few laps, uh, Kyle Larson in the lead. Uh, it cycled. There was a ton of pit strategy that put people on different strategies and was just cycling different um ended up working out yep. not no lie i had um i think larson took two tires yeah larson took two um but he was if it would have cycled green flags um he i think him and then he would have come up front anyway but anyway so whatever happened uh larson takes two tires um to get out front and I don't necessarily think that was a bad call because um, with these cars now, you got to have, um, you know, clean air, clean air out yeah. front to kind of get through the corner. And I think that was his whole thing. He was like, look, if I can get through the first two laps, yeah, probably clear sailing. Um, 
he didn't get through the first two laps. He didn't make it through the first corner. Um, all right. Everybody's probably seen it. Uh, Denny Hamlin claims Larson missed the corner. Uh, from what I see, he didn't really miss the corner, in my opinion. He arced it in a little higher than Denny did. Left Denny a lane on the bottom, in my opinion. Uh, Denny drove it in on the bottom, drove it in hard to get up under him. Uh, did not clear him. Uh, Denny claims he didn't touch him. Uh, video states otherwise. <laughs> um, and pulled the exact same move, essentially did, on Ross Chastain a year ago. Um, hits him just enough. It gets him up out the groove. And he's like, well, he could back out. Well, yeah, no, no, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> you can't at that point. You can back out. You're still going into the wall. So you might as well drive it out of it. Um, it, I don't know. Um, what you think, Connor? What, what you think about it? And Denny Hamlin goes on to win it. Yeah. But what, yeah. you, what you think about it? The, the, the move itself to me is, is, isn't what I have a problem. I don't like everything else he said, how he ruled it. But I mean, the, I mean, the scenario was whoever, whoever won the race out of turn one was probably going to be set up pretty good to win, to win the race in general. And so if, if he had backed off there, Harvick and Truex would have slid him three wide down the short shoot. It, it had been over for him. So I, un- I understand it. It, it didn't look intentional. You know, he just kind of got in there. He no, ran, like ran, he ran out of room time. and just said, I can't lift. I have to lean on you to get it, to make this corner. And uh, obviously put Larson in the wall. That itself going for the win. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's racing to me. That's not a dirty, but I, I don't, I, if I would have done that to win the race, which I mean, I, I could say, I mean, if I was going for a win, I might have, I would have, you know, said, hey, you know, I just, I had, I had to use him up there. You know, I, I would expect, him to race me harder and make it you know tough for me in the next in the future races i'll expect payback i guess you could say i'm, I'm just gonna say real quick there was one time that connor passed me for the lead and he got tight and we hit <laughs> 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 i pick on him about it <laughs> he thought i was mad about it i wasn't mad at no. all <laughs> no that's what i'm saying i mean it was kind of i mean it was almost the same thing it was it was, it was hard yeah, to pass. it was hard to pass and you know it, it just kind of got tight but i mean like, and i ain't gonna lie i held you down as hard yeah. as i could because that's my job yeah yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> that that part wasn't bad but the, the the refusal to take responsibility and and to say larson could could have lifted he re- i mean you really i mean you can't lift. at that point in the corner there's, yeah there's no lift yeah, so, you're already out there you're yeah. gonna hit so so the, the move to me wasn't you know egregious it wasn't dirty really but it was just not taking responsibility and the fact that he complains every time somebody runs into him oh i think i think if it, if it wasn't a denny it wouldn't have been bad but denny doing it and refusing it probably is what made it so controversial what you think Sterling? yeah i agree i i think the the biggest thing we all learned here is nobody needs to start on the outside of denny at pocono because <laughs> um, he obviously knows how to do that, and he knows. I mean, that's going to happen. That's, oh, yeah. that's Denny. Um, but I mean, that's racing. I, I do agree. I agree with one hundred percent with all that. I mean, I don't mind what he did at all. It's just you know he, he needs to own it because he clearly took he took <laughs> all the lanes away. I mean, he oh, took yeah. them all. He, he it, you know it was all his. So he drove um, from apron to top. I mean, <laughs> it, exactly. I mean, so you know, it, it, I don't know. They talk about the 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 code or whatever's gone now. Nobody's got respect for nobody. Blah blah whatever. He's one of the biggest people preaching about that, and he don't do it. Um, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, really. I mean, but you know, 
if if Larson goes and does that next week, I don't think you hear as much about it. Um, no, no. I think I think because you know it, because it is Larson that happened to. I think you know that that, that definitely, especially up around that area, that sprint car country. Oh, um, and I think that's exactly why Denny got booed so much. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, you know, so 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 I'm sure 90 percent of the fans were Kyle Larson fans. So, um, but it, I mean, you know, no doubt, hands down, if that had been another way around, he did he did put. Denny in the wall, there wouldn't have been a soul sitting down booing, I can promise you that. No, that's right. Um, so it's just a racing thing. I mean, it is. I just wish, like you said, Connor, I wish uh, Denny would have owned up to it and just – because, I mean, it was obvious. I mean, and, and he knows it was obvious. Uh, but I guess that's something – I don't know what's up with these drivers now, man. They just so – I don't know. Like uh, Chase Elliott, he's, you know, he didn't do these things and blah, blah, blah. Then he go back and say, okay, I did. You know, it's just – I don't know. I don't know what kind of personality these guys have anymore, but it sure ain't good. Well, I can tell you now, Denny, because of Ari, what he said now, and what happened to him on his podcast early in the year, uh, he is not going to change change course on this. He is going to continue to say, "I didn't touch him. I didn't touch him." Well, to me, that's different. I mean, what, he pretty much took out Chastain. Oh yeah, I mean, to was... me, th- this was racing for a win. It, it was pretty obvious it, it oh was, yeah and it was i don't know i still don't consider it dirty it's just i mean you say hey he, you know he, he owes me one that's that's exactly i expect to be race hard moving forward exactly well yeah. i mean you know and i look at it like this too you look at you look at a dirt race and and, and uh i mean there's all kind of people slamming each other in the fences and all there ain't no spotters you know you it is what it is that's right if that happened if that happened in a dirt car would have been whatever you went on and everything would have been fine i mean but these cars you can't you can't hit a piece of pine straw with them and keep on going. No, um, so, you know, it's just, it is what it is. I just, you know, man up on it. <laughs> yeah. For sure. And him, um, I don't know. I think it was just kind of a, seemed somewhat of a uh, disrespect to the, uh, to the fans, the way he just acted afterwards. They're booing him. And uh, you could tell when he got out the car. I don't know. I, I, I think he, it, He's definitely taking that Kyle Busch role. Yeah, and I, I think, with that being said, I think I think that's good for the sport. Oh, yeah. I think it is too, especially being that he has his own podcast yeah. that is that is you know very popular, being who he is, and rightfully so. Um, I think it's really good for the sport. Yeah, it's been a long time since somebody's been booed like that. But at the same time, and most of the time there wasn't boos, but there was a lot more boos than what people realize and remember. Um, I know you don't necessarily remember it, Connor, but me and Sterling were there when, when Dale Earnhardt was racing. And there was a lot of people liked him, but at the same time, there was a lot of people that booed him. Yeah. I, I think that shows, you know, fans are engaged in it. Exactly. But at the same time, what we could respect, about the ones that, who didn't like Earnhardt, the ones that were more Jeff Gordon fans or, you know, whatever, even Jeff Bodine fans even back, way back in the day. What they could respect more about Dale Earnhardt was just like you said, he would get out of the car if he hit somebody. Um, you know, just like the Terry Labonte thing. Yeah. I didn't try to spin him out. I didn't mean to rattle his cage, but I didn't mean to spin him out. But I was going to hit him. Right. I was going to win this race. Yeah. Hey, I respect exactly. that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, I think Dale, if Dale Senior was in Dean Hamlin's car, I think I think it would have ended up the same way. Oh, it would have. Yeah. But he would have he would have responded completely yeah. different. He yeah. would have come out and said, "Man, I I'm racing for a win. I had to move him. I had to I had to get up there. He was in my way. You know, whatever." Yeah. <laughs> so, um, right. 
I, but I think at the same time, I think NASCAR has put them in this position um, because of people coming out and saying, you know, I, now I think that is a little extreme because people, I don't feel like they're going to come down on him saying, look, I drove him hard and tried to pass him for the lead. I don't think they're going to necessarily do anything. But there's been instances this year even people have somewhat, well, even years back, people have admitted to hitting or wrecking someone and they sit them out of race or yeah. dock them points or whatever, you know. Um, and so I think to some extent, uh, NASCAR's kind of putting putting that muzzle on on the drivers, you know, not let, letting them admit, you know, yeah, I drove him hard. Yeah. Or, you know, it's, they're just scared to. I think. I understand that. I'm not, and like, like when Chase Elliott, you know, turned Hamlin into the wall, and then obviously, and, you know, said, you know, the car was broken. You know that that was a that was a play to try to get it, to not get oh, yeah, a suspension. Exactly. But but I mean, you're racing for a win, and you just run somebody high. You know, that's not. I don't know. I agree. I think. I think it's just. It's just kind of too policed. If they. If they want to admit that they raced somebody hard for the win. Exactly right. Exactly right. But at the same time, I no. I'm not in. We're not in any circles with Denny Hamlin by no means. But just hearing him on his podcast and hearing him over the years, the way we have in in interviews and everything else, um, I could understand where Larson was coming from saying. All his friends know it. Denny's always right. Denny's the... Yeah. Uh, I mean... Seems like that kind of guy. He just... <laughs> he comes across as that kind of guy. I mean, that's just... That, yeah, exactly. That's how he comes across. And um, there's been many... It, Larson's not necessarily the first person to say it. Um, oh, no. <laughs> so... Uh, there's a name for Denny Hamlin. A hypocrite. That, that's that's a big one for him. For sure. Yeah. And that's what it seems like. That's exactly what it seems like. Um, which reminded me of... Uh, Somewhat of Tony Stewart that year, he was talking about being so mad about how crazy people were driving at uh <laughs> at super speedways and uh, plate tracks and stuff. And all of a sudden, he runs dude down into <laughs> in the grass. Yeah. <laughs> um. Th- but again, difference was they jump out yeah. and say, "Yep, I did it." And that kind of brings me to Chastain. I never, I never disliked Chastain. I, I love the way he raced. I think I did Chastain too. did a lot of stuff like Hamlin did this week, where he was just going for a win. And just you know, right. was win, win or die. Yeah, but he he would say, you know, hey, I got into him. And I don't know. Uh, they claim no, that's not it. But man, ever since Darlington, when when uh, he ain't the same dude, man. No, nah, he, he they do they do not seem to have that same drive about it. I mean, or or either they have just gotten way off on their setups or something. I don't know. I don't know what has happened, but it's it's not a. It's not the Chastain we knew at the first of the season or, you know, last right. season. Even the last 10 years, I mean, he's always driven hard. He's always drove. Yep. I mean, he's done everything he could to win a race or to get one extra spot in whatever car he was running at the time. And I, he just ain't he ain't there no more. I don't know, man. I, I, I feel sure somebody said something to him. It seems like it. Seems like it for sure. Um, uh, something else on the end of this race here at uh, – Pocono, I guess that probably a little bit of controversy um, through some people I've seen. Not not much, but uh, I've, I've read a few comments. Uh, Priest spun out on the white flag lap coming out of two. Um, they did not throw a caution. He sat there. He was trying to get it fired up. They even showed it on TV. Flames coming out the pipes. Yeah, where he was constantly trying to get it fired up. It just 
apparently flooded out or whatever. I mean, typical yeah, when yeah. you're running that. Um, Sterling, I ask you, should there have been a caution immediately right then and then they line back up for another green-white checker? I mean, yeah. I know that's kind of a, you know, that's a hard thing to say, but in my opinion, at a super speedway or a, fat, a huge two-and-a-half-mile track like that, yeah, I mean, you know, that, that's that's dangerous, man. You don't ever know. Um, it, at Richmond, no, I'd say let it go. Right. But, you know, it, it, that's kind of a hard thing to say. I, but personally, I'd say, yeah, it probably should have. No, what you think? Now, if oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Well, well, I, you know, if the, the other side of that is, if he's just sitting there wanting a caution, which he wasn't, obviously, Still should throw the caution, but there should be some kind of, you know, penalty because for, for doing that, um, for trying to bring out a caution. But, I mean, yeah. he obviously was not, you know. So, anyway, that's my, that's, that's my take on it. There you go. What you think, Connor? Well, he's saying, I mean, well, he spun out out of turn two, right? Yep. So, so the leaders were probably coming around three, maybe on the front straightaway by that time. They were hitting three yeah. when he spun, because I think he was running, like, 27th. That's what I'm saying. So, so, yeah. so they were probably... The leaders are probably coming out of three or the middle. I mean, they road. had a long time because that's a long front straightaway to the. Yeah. To, I mean, they there was a time. long time to see. Or he is there. he moving? Is he not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there, there was there been there been three or four cautions there in the last fifteen laps. At some point, and you know, another caution takes forever because it's such a big track. I don't. I think. I think. I think at some point you got to say we got to finish the race. And I mean, to me, I, I thought one time he had it refired. Oh yeah, he I, did, I thought he, he did. Moved, it like, then, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it was like you, you assumed he was gonna get going, but then it had, didn't happen. So you had to throw the caution. Um, I think it was probably the right call. I don't think they had enough time. I mean, they had time, but you, I mean, you don't want to throw. How much of a NASCAR been criticized for throwing cautions for single single car spins? I think, I think it was. Uh, I think it was the right call. But I mean, I hate for it in that way. But I think they had, they had to finish the race, and and it was kind of just a. I don't, call. I don't think it really would change the outcome, really, no. um, personally. Uh, but what I will say is there were spins there throughout the day, other ones. Um, and as soon as somebody was spinning, they threw the caution. Um, yeah. And just off of that, solely alone, now... I guess I kind of I, I don't disagree with you, Connor, about you know it's got to end at some point. I don't disagree with that by no means, uh, but at the same time, um, if we're gonna throw it at one car spinning this time, how do we pick and choose? You know which one that it happens on? Are are, are we thinking about circumstances around it, or are we just? You know, there's a car spinning. Let's throw the caution. Apparently, we're thinking about circumstances around yeah. it. <laughs> Apparently, so. yeah. Apparently, um, but the circumstances around it leaves it somewhat inconsistent. Um, right. And I just don't like inconsistencies personally. Yeah. Um, that's just like, I mean, yeah, it's completely different. Don't get me wrong, but you know, let's just say. Let's say spoiler, for instance. One man roll through tech. Um, his spoiler is to the limit plus another eighth of an inch. Uh, 
it let it ride. Oh, it's only eighth of an inch. Next man roll through there. His eighth of an inch. Well, no, no, no. That's illegal. We got to. I mean, yeah, it's a completely different circumstance, but there's black and white in the rule book. There's not black and white. You can't. You can't. On the. Uh, there's not going to be two spins that are just alike, you know. Exactly. Um, but I just. I like consistency. Yeah. In it. But um, I, I mean, all four tires were up. I could have sworn he had to refire it at one point. No, I agree. I agree. And so, like I said, I'm not disagreeing. And you don't want to playing devil's advocate yeah. or anything. <laughs> and, which I, I, I'm, I'm amazed they didn't throw the caution. They oh, I was too. NASCAR's wheelhouse to throw a caution. I was too. I, and but I really thought, you know, and I wouldn't have thrown it to start off either because it's such a long way around there. But I really, they were entering three. He's got the car pointed straight. Or he's got. They had a good. I don't know, 10 seconds, 10, 15 seconds even. Um, because that front corner so long and that front straightaway so long, there was a good 10 to 15 seconds. Um, nah, I don't know. I think, personally, I think at, by that point, I think somebody should have said, all right, if he's not fired by the time we get to the line, throw it. Yeah, but that's, that's um, that kind of, I don't know, that, that feels kind of gimmicky to me. It does feel gimmicky. To throw the call not, right, right when you know, the leader's. I'm not disagreeing. 20 feet from the start finish line, cautioned out. We're going to have a final restart. I mean, it's not a manufactured finish, but it, I, I don't know. I, I think he still had he still had 15 seconds before they got back around to where he was to try to refire it. Right. So, I don't know. I, I well, think I, I think go either way. <laughs> I, I'm 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 with you, David, and you made a you made a good point. Uh, you know, two seconds after anybody were to break tires, there's caution. Oh yeah, the whole day. Yeah, 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 the whole day. So what's the last lap different than lap ten? You know. Yeah. Um, you know, and and, and then I, and I agree, like like you said too, Connor. I mean, the race has got to end. If they, I'm sure, if there was more green white checkers, whatever, that could have gone on for an hour. Who knows? No, um, we've seen it happen. <laughs> right, and, and and very likely, probably so. And you know, who knows? Who, you know, I don't know that TV's got something to do with that. I, I wouldn't think they would, but. Um, you know, I don't know. It just seems odd. that that does seem odd to me. All day long doing doing that same exact type of spin, same location, and you let it play for obvious reasons. Let the race in. Um, oh, we. I don't know. <laughs> I would say that the one thing that might be different circumstance wise is say if if it's twenty five laps into a run, there's going to be cars almost all the way around the track. Right. So if somebody spins out, they're in immediate danger because there's cars coming. When, when it, right after That's a restart, right. when the field is still mostly together, you know he's he, he's gonna sit there for for a while before anybody comes. You know, so that's right. I don't know. I, I agree. I agree with that. I, I think I, I think NASCAR will get criticized equally. Whichever. I'm just glad I don't have to make that call. Yeah, that's, that's what <laughs> I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'm just glad. Well, I so that's the thing though. That's the thing about it. Like that's the the easiest thing is to do the same thing all the time. That's <laughs> you, the easiest thing to do. You would think like, so, but but I will say yeah, just um, like to your point just a minute ago, Sterling. Um, uh, we are fortunate enough to know a couple of those guys. Uh, in that NBC booth, and uh, it would right. not—it would not surprise me. I don't know this by no means. I, I know you don't either, but it would not surprise me just being around it for a couple of days, like we have. If there's not somebody in their ear saying, "Um, all right, this one needs to wrap up as soon as it can." Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, and when they say that, I'd be like, "All right, we hold the caution for a little while and let this thing in." You know, yeah. it, that wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise. Yeah, me. Uh, I, I think the race is pretty well. 
pretty well won. Oh, I think it. I don't think it. Like I said, I don't really think it would have changed the outcome. Um, but still, again, you, you throw a green white checker at Pocono. You never turn one is going to be somebody liable to do it to Denny then. <laughs> Which exactly. would have been interesting. Um, speaking of Ryan Priest, though, after that, uh, I don't know if uh, I don't know if y'all saw it. It went around social media today. Um, I didn't hear anything of it yesterday, but uh, when he finally got the car fired up, come back in, he somehow managed to come back in right in front of Corey LaJoy, who apparently was the one who spun yeah, him. Yeah, I, I saw the end car. It, it was kind of like a like a three wide thing, and it just kind of yeah just didn't work out. I didn't. Really... I think uh, I don't know, man. Priest is a uh, he all of a sudden he used to be the quietest guy at the track, and all of a sudden here lately, um, he's getting in some stuff. Uh, but yeah, he he jumped in the car on Corey LaJoy, and you know, kind of cussing him out for everything he was worth, and uh, and um, trying to get to him, but security got or I say yeah. security, some team guys or something got to him quick. Yeah. Um, I think Priest might be in a uh, in a. Uh, I don't know. I think he's kind of a little, little scared for his job. Earl, what's up, bro? Earl just messaged us in there. That and probably just frustrated because, I mean, whole year it's just kind of been a dud. It has. It has. Yeah, it has. I think he uh, thought he was uh, thought he was going to jump in there and set the world on fire in a good car this year, and that has not worked out for him at all. Yeah. Um, but it hasn't worked out for any yeah. of Stuart Haas. Yeah, none of the cars has been great other than – other than the uh, full car, well, he hasn't been great. He hasn't been great, but he's been he's been consistent by far but, the best. Yeah. But I mean, he's been good, yeah, the past two weeks. But I don't know. They hadn't. Yeah, they Fords ain't uh, really. Brad Keselowski has impressed me the most at all of them. <laughs> yes, he has. Um, but unfortunately, tracks like yesterday, when you need a ton of speed, um, right. it really showed. They finished like. 16th and 18th, I think it was. Um, yeah. that I think I think their motor package is just yeah. off, off. It all it all got thrown around too. I mean, we we William Byron ended up 14th and he was yeah he third led, all day yeah just uh, led some was third. But overall, it was a good good weekend. All the all three races had had good finishes and all, which is good. Yeah, Austin Dillon scratched up his helmet and everything. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. What about let, 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 that? Was one more thing went on in that race that was kind of exciting. Uh, Austin Dillon uh, turns in the corner uh, over um, who was that? Tyler Reddick. Um, yeah. He kind of they went in there three wide. Uh, I think he was expecting Reddick to back out. I don't know. Because yeah, of the and uh, they got together. Uh, Austin Dillon spins out in one and two, hits the wall pretty hard. Um, yeah. Gets out the car and chunks the helmet at uh, Reddick there. Um, was it trying to skip it or was that just a I don't, errant throw? It, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think he uh, maybe thought it was a long way to his car and let's, let's skip this thing across yeah. the track. I don't know. I think it was just a re- release <laughs> point was bad. I, I've never seen anybody <laughs> sk- yeah. skip a helmet. I mean, it wasn't far off, but I've never seen anybody attempt to skip a helmet at somebody. If, if we're going to judge it, um, you know, I'm going to say that was a that that was a, a, a two out of ten. Um, I'll give it a five for at least being a helmet instead of, instead of the gloves or something. Well, the only reason I give it a two is because if we go off perfection... 10 out of 10 was Tony Stewart to Matt oh, yeah. Kenseth at Bristol. Yes, that was. <laughs> when you when you throw your helmet at somebody, that about comes back and hits you, you done good. You did good. 
when you hit dead center of the windshield <laughs> and it shoots by, you can about catch it. You're right. <laughs> That's it. That was perfect. Um, the only thing that made that even any better was the next week they were on trackside live, both of them signing the helmet and uh, <laughs> auctioning it off for charity. <laughs> that was perfect. Yep. Um. So uh, I don't know. What did you think about that, Sterling? Did you see that? I did see that. I, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. That's another thing. You know, who knows? I mean, they, they get 27 wide in the woman to try to get as much track position as they can. Um, I mean, yeah, that stuff's going to happen. Um, but, I mean, yeah, he did turn him right there hard, and that was about the quickest spot in the racetrack, really. I mean, oh, I think yeah. it is. So, um, you know, he, he – he hit the wall hard. He really did. But, uh, yeah, not too good on the helmet throw. I wish he'd have done better. I, I really did. <laughs> I, I don't, man, that was a, uh, <laughs> I think it was one of them things. And I'm wondering because I saw uh, when they were interviewing him, um, <laughs> it was like he was all confident about what happened. He just, you know, he couldn't went in there and turn me. He turned me. Um, and, and like in the middle of the interview, there he's looking at the replay because they walk around with these little monitors. They can see what's going on, and they're holding it up behind the camera over there. And you can tell he was watching yeah, the replay. Are. All of a sudden, his whole tone kind of changed. Yeah. <laughs> he still ended it with he was going to wreck somebody. Yeah, though. he so. still he wasn't backing down from it. That that's that's Austin Dillon. He yeah. once he starts something, he's not backing down from it. So. uh yeah, he stayed with it. <laughs> um, well, I'm just glad he's got some. I'm just, I'm just glad he's he's in the 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 uh, limelight now a little bit because he ain't done nothing on the racetrack. So uh-huh. I'm glad he threw something at somebody. Yeah, might need to start doing that every week. He's been, <laughs> yeah. which in saying that, uh, Kyle Busch nah, did I, not impress anybody yesterday. I didn't have the speed this week. No, it's it's so weird. Oh, there's tracks they just can't run, and then there's tracks that they're like. But why is it? And I say not only saying this about, um, you know, uh, RCR, but just like Stuart Haas and stuff like that. Um, you know, we talked about look like Brad and him just don't look like they have speed to me. Uh, big tracks don't look like they have speed. Um, he looked like they figured out some handling stuff, but don't look like they have speed. Um, but you see other forwards. You see Kevin Harvick running the same motor package. Um, right. He's up front. Um, I mean, he's not winning, but he's battling inside the top five. Um, we talk about RCR. Well, RCR Hendrick run the same motor package. Um, oh, yeah. But yet we see Larson running up front, running fast. Uh, but then, uh, Kyle Busch and yeah. they just don't have speed. Yeah, I guess there's still enough team. Uh, individually, individually yeah. that yeah. still makes a big difference. No, I mean, I right? Because I mean, and I'm almost wondering too, like how much is it involved with like the arrow of it? Because you know, those guys has got to know, and I mean, I'm sure they can drive the car differently to get it to rotate differently or handle differently because of the air. Um, does some of them know that better than others? I mean, obviously Kyle Busch should know it better than anybody, but um, I don't know. It's just something is definitely way off. And it's drastic. You can tell it. So, it, it is. It is for sure. For sure. Um, but anyway, so um, I guess we need to get to uh, to our picks here for uh, that was week oh, twenty uh, twenty one, I think it was. And Connor took the win. There we go. 
with uh who did hey. you have uh you had um 21 yeah you had ty, uh, gibbs. ty gibbs that's right took the win with 21 he finished fifth and i finished second with uh c bell running sixth hey <laughs> sterling yeah. you, you got third this week with uh austin Cindric. he was like 28 i think it was <laughs> Is that his best finish all year? I can't. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, it's, it's close to it because he is in a serious <laughs> he sophomore slump. Terrible. Woo! He's, he's struggling, man. He's he struggling. is struggling. So that uh puts Connor at uh what you got over there? I seven. Think. Seven wins. I got eight wins. Sterling's got six wins. Uh, points wise, um, I am still. I am back in the lead. Uh. With uh, forty three points, Sterling is in second with uh forty two points. Connor Ooh. is in third right now with uh thirty nine points. It is Man, a close. tight yep. battle. Close. <laughs> it is getting real close. We're coming down here in the last few weeks of the regular season. Um. So, uh, Sterling, you get first pick. I don't know if you got your stuff there in front of you. Um, I do. Okay, cool, cool, cool. You get first pick. Where are we at this week? I honestly don't know. We are going to Richmond. Uh, Richmond. Okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> Let's see here. That's, uh, I'm going to go with Ryan Priest. I just looked at it, and I said, he's going to take Ryan Priest. <laughs> <laughs> I got him. Modified driver, you know, you know, he know how to get around Richmond. He can get around Richmond. He he's been around there a few times. So, uh, so it's week twenty-two. Um, all right. Um, week twenty-two. That means we got what, including this, be five weeks uh, till till season end. Um, ah. Think I am finally pulled the cat out of the bag here. He has had some tough luck the past few weeks, including this week. Uh, but it's time for him to come back with a win, and I'm going to take that number five of Kyle Larson. See, surprised you still have him. I know I held on to him for a little yeah. while just to, um, and I think it's time to use him. There you go. I think it's time to use him. I, I now watch he'll Rick lap. Two probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, Who are you taking? Uh, I'm taking somebody who's been pretty pretty hot recently. I think I'm gonna take a uh, Truex. Truex, that's a good. Ooh, one. That's, that's a very good one. I'm surprised you still I have him. him. <laughs> I, I told you all, all season. I was trying yeah. to save some of them. He been yeah. He, he was using he was using people that wasn't even in the race. So he still got Truex. <laughs> now, that's what I was gonna say. I'm gonna tell you he's a his front sheet is a whole lot more open than ours is, Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine don't look good. I don't. I don't have too many good people. I, I, I was just looking here. I was literally. Uh, let me tell y'all something. I was debating between Kyle Larson, Austin Cindric, Chase Briscoe, or Harrison Burton. <laughs> so, so um, yeah. So you ain't got a whole lot. It wasn't a uh, a tough choice. No. It, and and it's so funny because people like that I thought were gonna do okay this year. Not gonna set the world on fire, but be solid like Eric Jones, or uh, you know, I got Suarez left, um, and Suarez has been decent, but he's so up and down. Yeah, Eric Jones, nothing. Nope. 
uh, Noah Gregson, he just needs a year to get over. They, yeah. I, and I wonder if that is because of the whole um, oh, the, the kind of a Toyota lame, deal. Lame duck year. Yeah. But they weren't good before they said that. That's what I was fixing to say. They weren't good before, but you thought Jimmy Johnson come on and, you know, kind of help some things. But I think Chevrolet has just shut them out. And I think that right. happened. I, I got a good feeling um, that Jimmy Johnson coming to join that team came with Toyota. They knew that was coming well right. before they announced it, I think. Uh, yeah, I think that's why they announced it so soon because that was a stipulation of Toyotas. Exactly, exactly. So uh, I feel like that was a uh, yeah, so tough season uh, for the GMS Petty uh, whatever legacy. legacy now, yep. they, well, that's the funny thing is on our sheets, it came about so late that it still says GMS Petty Motorsport with a question mark behind it where I printed these off NASCAR.com. That's how. It's the same sheets we've had all year, and that's that's how late that deal came about. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, uh, that's uh, on to Richmond. On to Richmond. Uh, Sterling, what you think about that race? Man, I don't know. I, it, it's bad when Richmond's a aero race, and you got to have track position. You got to get out front first, and so I really don't know, man. I, I don't know. Richmond hadn't put on two greater races here lately, so. That's why I was going to say it has not been a. Uh, they were up at the top. Barn burner by yeah. no means. <laughs> so, uh, right. just, just a short track package, isn't it? Short track package. Horrible. Yeah. Right. Horrible. I don't know what to do about it either. I mean, they, they've tried more horsepower. I think they're going to have to. My biggest thing I think they're going to have to do is basically go back to a different type cars. Um, they're going to have a short track car and then a everything yeah. else car. Short track's going to have to have a four speed in. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that, that, I mean, or just phase it out with short tracks, unfortunately. I mean, uh-huh. the next gen races. But they're trying good. to bring them back. That's the funny yeah. part. Well, it's like they're trying to bring them back, but yet you've got the worst product. Yeah. So, right. The next gen's pretty good everywhere else except, you know, the short tracks. But I'm hoping something changes on that aspect. But so. Anyway, guys, we want to always thank our friends over at Dixie Made. Dixie Made Apparel and uh, all that good stuff over there at Dixie Made. Um, y'all head over to Dixie Made right here in Florence, South Carolina, uh, right by the flea market. <laughs> y'all head over there. Get all your uh, back-to-school wear. Make it, get your child looking good to go back to school. Um, uh, whatever brand you're looking for. You know, they like them Drake waterfowl jackets. It, it, kids, for whatever reason nowadays, don't care if it's 100 degrees. They want to wear a hoodie or a yeah. pullover or something like that and i don't understand them but whatever dave that's what you want to do go get it from dixie made check them out on facebook instagram all them good places they put up all their specials and uh all their you know show all what they got in inventory huge store just keeps growing so uh y'all go check out dixie made also our good friends over at rev max racing apparel uh want a good looking suit Check out Rev Max Racing Apparel. Check my Instagram, Facebook, all that fun things. Uh, you might can even see my suit on there. So uh, go check them out. All right. Um, moving on from that, um, want to congratulate our good friend Earl Ramey and uh, his son Derek Ramey and uh, Longhorn Team Longhorn over there, Longhorn House um, Crate late model uh taking on the mid-east late models 604 late models at a uh, cherokee this past weekend 
Uh, Derek's second time in the car racing. Uh, another second place finish. Um, literally had the fastest car on the track though, all really? day long. All day long. It was just, you had to fire it off, get rolling, find where you're going. Two more laps, would have won it. But, it, you know, if wishes and... Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. But, hey, it's not like they have some speed though. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, Jeremy Steele, also in a Longhorn, took home the win there. Uh, so congratulations to him. Um, but yeah, glad to see our buddy Derek Ramey up there uh, making it happen in the Longhorn. Uh, oh yeah, he gonna give him some wins soon. Oh yes, for sure. They have, they are figuring that car out. Um, that dude, he was. I was sitting there watching on uh, my race pass there and he was just constantly getting faster in fact which that was a uh we'll say a crap show the other night really um they had a big old rick they tried to start the race like twice two or three times mm. nobody could see going in turn one really it got so dusty they wrecked cars um uh even kyle strickle showed up for this race in a crate um sweet yeah um so uh but they wrecked the cars. Bad condition. Oh, it was dusty, dusty. It just looked like it looked like dust. It looked like straight up sand just flying in there. Uh, it got bad. So they decided, let's take the cars off track and let's uh, uh, water the track. Let's wet the track. So they did that, and uh, which is just a terrible look to me for a track. Um, mid, oh, yeah. mid race. Yeah, um, which isn't anything unusual for Cherokee. Um, Typical, typical Cherokee. Um, everybody just everybody talks junk about Cherokee. It it makes for some good looking racing sometimes. Watching from stands, we've been there a couple times, and uh, it looks good watching from the stands if it isn't too dusty. Uh, a lot of times it is. Um, just that orange clay up there they got just gets everywhere, and it's a lot of fun. Isn't it, Sterling? When it rains. <laughs> Oh, yes. Yeah. Ain't too easy. He brings skis to walk around in the pit. So that's pretty much I think it's terrible. I think Chris Ferguson wanted to jump on the truck the last time we was in there. Yes. <laughs> we come Rubble riding show. by him and he's like, hey, can Because <laughs> it was muddy <laughs> in there. And uh, it was rough. So, uh, anyway, uh, congratulations to our buddy Derek Ramey. And, uh, Earl Ramey Racing Engines and our friends over at Longhorn for uh, another solid, solid finish. And uh, man, like you said, Sterling, that, that's that's going to be a uh, a W here for too long. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, it is a Prairie Dirt Classic week out at uh, Fairbury. Um, that's going to be a uh, that's always a what kind of car is that? Super late model. Super late. That's, that's, super that's, late like, that's a quarter mile though, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's always a fun race to watch. Uh, Landon Moody's on here. Landon, you ready for the Prairie Dirt Classic this week, man? <laughs> He's talking with us on, on Facebook here. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. I'm glad, I'm glad he, the dirt guy brings that up. Um, we was getting there, but I, I'm glad you brought that up. I forgot about that part. Uh, also, uh, throwback uh, cars tour week at hickory hickory motor Speedway. um and they're throwing back to the uh hooters pro cup era really yeah they, they i've seen some stuff already that is going to be 
awesome. I wonder if that's where everybody was getting their cars ready for it. Cause there was, I mean, there was yeah. there was a lot of cars at the Hampton Heat, but there wasn't, wasn't everybody that I was expecting. No. Either. no. Uh, speaking of, our buddy Butter Bean, Brandon Queen, took home the win uh, at um, at Hampton Heat there at Langley. Um, that was a interesting race for sure. He lapped all the way up to six play. Um, yeah, he was, Sam. Right, he was right on Sam's. Yeah, he was right on Sam's bumper. Two hundred laps with no tires. That was. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that's, that was, wow. That race goes by. If if oh, they yeah, don't they, have they, any they cautions, it goes yeah. by so fast. Yeah, though. it just you know it was like. It's what like fifteen second laps. Oh yeah, I think it is or less. There. I bet you, I just can't imagine those tires after two hundred laps around a Dude. flat track. Carson Quapple lost power steering. Really? Yeah, I think he ended up finishing like fifteenth. Pretty much just turn it and lock it, stay there, hold it there. <laughs> um, it was a uh, interesting race. I actually uh, might have him on here in a few weeks. I actually text uh uh. Lee Pulliam today. Told him congratulations and stuff. Told him I want to get him on here. He was busy tonight, but we're going to get him on here yeah, cool next deal. few weeks. Cool deal. Sweet. Um, cool guy. Cool guy. Man that um, knows his late models. Absolutely. I will say probably better. Somebody knows the car from front to back, top to bottom, just all the inner workings. I don't think you'll find anybody better than Lee Pulliam. Um. Yeah, that dude won so many races back in the day. Yeah, I'd say he could drive too. What and I think it was his last year, wasn't it, Sterling? We went down to uh, we went down to Myrtle Beach, and uh, he was running the Cars Tour, and um, they had late model stock and super late models there. That was back when they had supers, um, and uh, Lee rode around there, almost got lapped. And uh, in the first part of the race, they come in, took tires, and he took off mm. from the back. Just drove through the field. Drove through the field like it wasn't nothing. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, got it figured out. Oh, that dude, he definitely got it figured out. But he's, uh, that is, uh, he, you know, he, he's, he's the man. Pulliam, Lee Pulliam performance there uh, with, with uh, our buddy Brennan Butterbean Queen. And um, also Brandon Pierce. Uh, Brandon finished fourth in Hampton Heat. So there you go. That's that's pretty stout. You can get oh, yeah. two of them in the top five. Um, our buddy Sam Yarbrough, he was he was he was looking pretty good, but man, they ain't had nothing for. Oh yeah, man. It was, yeah, <laughs> for he, he was on rails there for a while. Dude, that dude was flying. I mean, which granted, it's his home track. Yeah, still though. I mean, yeah, so. Anyway, guys, uh, also like to thank our friends over at MPM, uh, McAllister Precision Marketing. Uh, Tanya over there and her team, they are top-notch. Uh, if you are a young man getting in sport or young young driver getting in sport, let's, let's take that back. Let's be politically correct. <laughs> Speaking of politically correct, I want to ask you all about something here in a minute. Not pertaining to racing, <laughs> but uh, if uh, if you are getting into racing, you want to um, uh, if you really want to make it in this world of racing, you got to have a good marketing team behind you, uh, and no better out there than MPM. Go check out Tanya, everything she's got to offer, uh, from your social media side, 
uh, digital marketing there, everything. She, she She's just top-notch with it. Great. So go to marketwithmpm.com and uh, get yourself set up today with them. Uh, all right, what I want to ask you all about, <laughs> you probably already know, because um, we're not that politically correct uh, podcast, typically. My ear itches, sorry. <laughs> These headphones make uh, you ear itch. I believe mine. <laughs> Go free. But uh, we need to get some single ears. <laughs> but then I can't swap ears. <laughs> but uh, all right. Uh, all in the news this past week. Uh, we might get some hate on this. Not that I really care. <laughs> but uh, uh, Jason Aldean, um, it come out with a new song, new video called "Try That in a Small Town." Um, it's crazy they came out with that in May. I, I heard it like a like a month ago. Yeah, yeah. Like I've heard. I mean, that was yeah. It's it's it, the song been out for a little while. I think nobody worried about it, it was a video. video. I think they got Maybe everybody. So. Um, it basically if you haven't heard it somehow, <laughs> it basically says you know you, you want to go rob somebody. You want to commit crime. What we'll, we'll just it, you know summarize that's this. The it, that's the gist of it. If you, you want to do that. Come try that in a small town. See how it works out for you. That's yeah. all it says. It's really the gist of the song. Um, it doesn't say anything negative about any any certain whatever. It just says try that in a small town. Uh, since I know Sterling's feelings <laughs> a little bit already, um, uh, did, did you get it, get into all that this week? <laughs> well, I did. I did hear about it. And I saw about that, and uh, I love it. That's great. I, I agree completely. Come to this small town. I promise you. See what happens. So, you know, is what it is. I mean, you can't do that no more in this woke world we live in, obviously. But, I mean, what's wrong with what he says? You know, I, I don't exactly. have a problem. I haven't seen the video now. I don't know about the video. Go check out the video. There, Go check it out. It was it was a well-made video. Yeah. I will give him that. I will give him that. What you think, Carl? I honestly didn't, didn't understand what the problem was. Oh. I mean, really. I, I've heard this song for like a month now, and it's just like, all of a sudden, is I'm here is getting you know CMT pulls the video down and all kinds of junk. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I don't understand. Wops okay, but that's not okay. <laughs> exactly. It, it, it makes perfect sense, but it makes perfect. Perfect. Sense. perfect. Now, I'm going to preface this. I I think I have probably spoken this many many times on here uh, through the years. I'm not a Jason Aldean fan <laughs> at all. I'm no. not a uh, I'm not a bro country. Type music fan. I I, I I I like old old country music. I like you know Waylon Jennings two <laughs> weeks in a row, <laughs> um, three weeks in a row. I think um, that's just what I like. That's what I like. Uh, so the modern country just don't do it for me. In saying that, um, the song itself, if just, if you go off the 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 music of the song, that's why I go off of it a lot of times. I, I'm, I'm I play guitar, play bass, play a little bit of everything. So I'm listening to songs musically a lot yeah. of times. If you go off song musically, not one of my favorites by no means. I just, it's not my type. It's not my type. Uh, now, in saying that, the the uh, perception of the lyrics or the um, the plot of the song, I guess you'll say, I really appreciate. Yeah. I really, really, really appreciate. I, I like it. I like 
I like Woody. I like what he's standing I, for. I, I, I it all. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I one hundred percent like and yeah, appreciate I, what he is standing for. It's well worded too. It is very well worded. Very well worded. I will give him that all day long. Um, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, the whole <laughs> because this has turned around on a lot of people. We're not that woke podcast i'm gonna tell you all that now so if you if you uh you want you want woke you probably don't want to listen to this podcast we might not <laughs> right. we might not always get into it just because that's not what kind of podcast we are but you know if it comes up we liable to speak about it um uh i thought it was absolutely hilarious and we have seen this um with multiple things over the last year you know everybody this whole cancel culture uh cancel chicken bone alley if you Feel like you need to. I don't think you accomplishing much, but <laughs> feel like, if you feel like you need to, go ahead and cancel us. Uh, but this whole cancel culture, I love how it has backfired on them, and they realize now just because you want to cancel somebody doesn't mean you can't get canceled too. Um, uh, we look at CMT now. CMT just falling in. Uh, I don't know if y'all have heard, but um, uh, because of them pulling that video luke bryan turned around and pulled all of his videos off of cmt himself really yes and which i heard wow. i saw this thing that account it said it accounted for i forgot it was a large percentage of of the videos that they play regularly um and they monetized that somehow to i think it was probably like three million or something like that a year that they make off of it. Um, then on top of that, Blake Shelton pulled everything he had, and he was also um, supposed to have some project with CMT, is all they said. That was about a $30 million deal with all the advertisements and everything. He canceled the entire project yeah. with CMT. <laughs> That's great. It is wonderful. It is wonderful. We have seen this out of uh, Target this year, uh, which is great. Yeah. Uh, seen this out of uh, Bud Light. <laughs> uh, not that I cared, but it was great. <laughs> um, it was wonderful. Um, so, um, yeah. Uh, the whole uh, saying now, I guess, is go woke, go broke. There you go. Yep. I mean, that's it's true. Sure. Sure than ever, too. So, try that in a small town. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh well, I figured that'd be a fun topic. Yeah. We, um, I figured we were pretty much all in agreement. So I didn't know, but I figured yeah. we were. <laughs> I should have. I should have played devil's advocate. You should have. You should have. But I don't think you could live with that. <laughs> I don't think you could live with that. No, Connor. probably not. Probably not. No. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, what else we got, guys? Uh, so, little side note. Uh, college game day is going to be in Charlotte for the South Carolina North Carolina game, opening uh week one of college football. Speaking of first time's done that since like 2014, since it's covered a Carolina game. Speaking of, I'm glad you brought college football up. I need to send you something. I sent, I sent, well, Sterling already got it. Um, anybody listen? I put it on our Facebook page. Um, we are doing a college fantasy football. Really? I've never yeah. done college before. Yeah. We did it a couple years back when Yahoo did it. Uh, me and Sterling did it, a few other guys. Uh, and then Yahoo dropped it after one year. Um, I liked it personally, um, and I found it again on Fan Tracks. So, uh, if anybody wants to join our college fantasy uh, football deal, we may do an NFL one also, just because it's fun to yeah. do. Um, we've done it 
for the past I don't know how many years. Um, look on our Facebook page. There's a link already up there for the uh, college fantasy football. Yep. So uh, you're joining, Connor. We'll do. It's uh, it's fun. We like to week to week. It's free. It's free. If anybody wants to know, it's 100 free. We're not we're not doing any any craziness on there. We're just we're just having fun with it because. I ain't gonna lie, I don't watch all the college games by no means. Uh, we always at the racetrack on Saturday, yeah. so uh, I watch what I can. I find out what Carolina did. Um, yeah. I always go back and watch the. I always Wolf, try to find out if Carolina. Clemson lost. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, but I'm pretty excited. College, college football is probably my number one behind racing. There you go. I think I'm the same way. I think we're pretty much all in agreement on that. Yeah. All right. Well, all hearts and minds clear. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, uh, all right, everybody. Uh, also, if you are in the area, I want to throw this out here for my wife. Um, she has not, uh, I had not mentioned it on the show yet. Uh, if you are in the area, and I have to uh, look at it to remember the date, but it's in August. Um, she has also messaged me about it if you are interested in, in the area. Uh, my wife is kind of hosting this thing at our church that is a, um, uh, let me pull it up. Let me let me pull it up so I don't. Uh, as everybody knows, our um, our youngest son, Jackson, is um, is is autistic, uh, diagnosed autism, um, and you know special needs is kind of a thing for us, um. And so, you know, Kayla is kind of a, um, she's kind of a, a, a big advocate for special needs um, and people with special needs and trying to get um, inclusion and, and different workshop, you know, things going, get conversation around it because it's kind of a tough conversation to have sometimes with some people. They don't know how to bring it up, um, don't know how to bring special needs up. Um and we were very fortunate the other day. Uh, this woman stopped us in Walmart. She was like, and stopped Kayla. She said, um, can, can, I, can I ask you a question? And she was very nice about it. And uh, she just noticed uh, Jackson has many mannerisms at that point, too. He is autistic. I mean, so it's, it's, not, a, it's not something that we hide behind. It's, it's fine with us. It is a, for us, it is a, um, it's not a disability. It is a, a special ability. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does. It, dude is insane with music really? um which is something i love so cool. uh he he can get on a piano and figure a song out sterling's heard it he all of a sudden uh-huh. just gets on there and he sits there and hits round notes till he figures out and he has perfect pitch and wow. can hear notes yep. perfectly yeah. um so anyway if anybody is interested in a uh is a all-inclusion workshop for those with diagnosis and special needs it's not just autism it is any type special needs um you know, they just want to have a big conversation about it, especially with churches, with churches having programs. We're fortunate at Lebanon to, uh, uh, our church has a, what they call through the roof, um, and it is a special needs ministry. So, uh, but there, with with that, uh, my wife's kind of heading it up. Um, she's doing a little bit of everything with it, uh, but she's trying to get as many people with different, or families with different special needs in there to come and, you know, basically what they're doing is, is telling how to uh how to um you know provide care i guess for for that child or person with special needs 
um, you know, that way the church can be prepared for it. Yeah. So uh, anyway, it's Saturday, August 5th um, from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. So a uh, two-and-a-half-hour uh, uh, workshop, I guess we'll call it. Uh, and like I said, if anybody is interested in going to it, uh, feel free to message me and, uh, we'll get you all the info on it if you're in the area or if your church might want to, uh, you know, start something because I know a lot of churches don't have that. We're, we're very fortunate. Um, uh, so, you know, if a church is interested in starting it and, uh, our, our team would be glad to help any other church kind of start that. So we do. So. I want to make sure I put that out there for Kayla. There you go. Alrighty. Well, I think this is it this time. <laughs> so, want to uh, once again say we appreciate all our good friends over at Earl Ramey Racing Engines, Profab Headers and Exhaust, SRI Performance, and Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. Uh, also, MPM, Dixie Made, Rev Max Apparel, Racing Apparel. Um, I think that's going to do it today, guys. Mate, that's it. All right, everybody. Well, uh, appreciate y'all hanging out with us again this week. As far as I know, we'll all be back next week. (laughs) That's the plan. So uh, uh, anyway, I guess we'll talk to y'all next time. See you.